1: Did you just
2: pay me a dollar on Apple Cash? Services are provided by Green Dot Bank. Member FDIC. Terms apply.
3: Can we just talk about summer for a second? The sun shining, the beach calling, and oh, the style. Macy's is your ultimate summer style destination. Whether you're jet setting or just chilling in your backyard. I'm all about easy breezy outfits and Macy's has it all from flowy summer dresses to those must have espadrilles and Levi's skirts. Macy's has them. Oh, and those Dolce Vita sandals. Let me tell you, they're a game changer for all day comfort and style seeds infused tequila enjoy responsibly 21 seeds diageo new york new york
5: hi everyone this is rachel zoe with the climbing in heels podcast we recently sat down with a few recipients of the botox cosmetic onobotulinum toxin a and iFund women grants at south by southwest thanks to botox cosmetic take a listen to our conversation it's so good what advice would you give to upcoming like female entrepreneurs or just already sort of established trying to survive still I literally joke with my staff and and we always are saying, Oh, you wanna be an entrepreneur. You wanna be broke all the time and working twenty four seven. Ooh. Yeah but look Yeah,
3: right? But I'm here. So the advice that I give is
5: 351-0300 and follow the Climbing in Heels podcast on iHeartRadio or subscribe where you listen to your podcast. Scrubbing in
3: with Becca Tilly and Tanya Rad, an iHeartRadio and two-time People's Choice award-winning podcast.
4: Hello, everybody. We are scrubbing in from home. Well. Tanya and I are scrubbing in from home. The rest of the gang is in studio, like the hard, brave soldiers they are.
1: Yes, we are.
4: (laughs) Wow, Can, <laughs> is it that delayed? Tanya, I'm just staring at you. Why are you just staring at me?
0: Oh, because I like... Okay, so Beck and I are FaceTiming right now. So I felt it was important that we could see each other. But um, we are not in the same room because I'm a little bit worried to be around her as she was just flying. And I'm taking this quarantine very seriously.
4: That's why you didn't talk for five minutes after I just did the
0: greeting? <laughs> Oh, well, I couldn't, I couldn't hear you. And I was like watching. I think my TV screen is a little bit delayed.
4: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's more just so that we're not talking over each other. So don't pay too much attention to the, the Skype, the FaceTime screen.
0: I can't you just look so beautiful today.
4: <laughs> You're an idiot. Um, hello, everybody. I know that we are in a time where things are, you know, very uncertain. And we don't have like a ton of answers other than, you know, everyone to just stay safe and stay at home and um, be careful. But we wanted to do a podcast and hopefully bring some entertainment while you're sitting at home in self isolation.
0: Yeah, I mean, I think it's important because look, we're not the news. We're not doctors. We're not going to tell you like, you know what to do and stuff all we can do is tell you what we're being told to do which is to self isolate as much as possible um stay away from people i was like i stopped going to the gym as a friday like it's actually kind of crazy because my concern about all of this really progressed like i was flying a week or like two weeks ago and then all of a sudden thursday morning brad sent me this really long text and he was just like i love you so much I'm really serious. I want you to stop going to events. This is getting really, this is important. Like, this is going to start spreading really fast. Please stop being around people. And I think that really jolted me because this was obviously, like, somebody that I love and care for and he cares about me and, it, like, really kind of, kind of put it into perspective. And I was like, wow, I really need to make some changes. So I kind of really put myself into isolation as of, thursday did as minimal as i needed to friday saturday sunday like i went to the grocery store and that's about it i started running outside even when i'm running outside if i run past somebody i will literally go like around like on the street so that as to keep like six feet away from them
4: for those ones that one second that you pass them
0: (laughs) you never know i'm being i'm serious i think i like we're healthy. We're young. This is not gonna, you know, yes, if we get it, we'll be okay. But there's so many elderly people that live in my building and people with, you know, um, that are at high risk. And it's just like, you don't know if you're a carrier, I just want to be super, super careful.
4: Yeah, it's it's one of those times where it's definitely better safe than sorry. And um, I, we left to go to Hawaii, The day the like hysteria really began, and um, I just to put it out there, it was this was a planned trip. It wasn't one of those things where we saw the prices went down and we booked our flights. Um, It was a planned trip. When we left, and things started going crazy, and I, it was beautiful in Hawaii. It was like very calm and peaceful, and like people seemed you know a lot more relaxed, but. I was really struggling with this weird guilt that I wasn't in self-isolation that I was going to be traveling because it's not like, like you said, it's not about us getting sick. It's about us compromising people who aren't going to be able to recover if they get it. Um, So I hope everyone's like really taking it seriously and not thinking like, oh, it's just everyone's overreacting, but whatever. If people are overreacting, I'd much rather that than people not taking it seriously and people spreading this further, where it just makes things worse in the long run.
0: Oh, yeah. Mark, Mark sent me this, this quote last night, because I was really having like an internal struggle yesterday about whether I wanted to go into the studio or not today, because I, I just didn't feel comfortable about it. And he was like, if you feel like you're overreacting, you're doing the right thing. And that i was just like you know what i'm done because i my friends um they went to the store yesterday and they had to go down santa monica boulevard and they said that the bars were like packed saturday and sunday like to the brim of people just brunching and partying and i'm just like it's not okay like this is this is serious you know like yes i don't think we need to panic and freak out and you know buy everything off the shelves like that's what's happening but I do think we have to take it seriously and like stay away from each other as much as we can. And so it's like I think we need to lead by example and just really do things the right way cuz this is serious and we need to come together. Like this is when it's important for us to come together.
4: Yeah, I um like I got home last night and so today's like day 1 of I'm I'm staying here until it's everyone says it's okay to leave because being on a plane and being at the airport, like, I don't know what I was exposed to. i feel like I'm definitely need to stay away from everyone right now. Um, But I did want to say thank you to all the people who are still working like the healthcare professionals and the people who aren't able to work from home and that are going in because I know this is a scary time for everyone and to everyone who's, you know, probably freaking out and worrying about finances and how they're going to pay rent. Like, I know that that is beyond stressful i can't even imagine but um the the best thing you can do is that is if we can all band together this this will end sooner if we can all like look out for each other and not just ourselves so um we're gonna get through it we're brave we're strong we're america
0: oh my gosh you are ridiculous
4: no i'm serious um So you have been just, like, really Cloroxing everything in your house, is what you said?
0: Yeah, I mean, like, when I go to the grocery store, I wipe everything that I touch, and I'm just trying to do everything within reason, you know what I mean? Like, I don't want to panic, and I don't want to, but it is weird. Like, I'm feeling really weird. I'm having moments where I'm feeling very anxious, um, and I'm trying to just, like, combat that with... Like i'm listening to worship music and things like that but if i'm being honest like i am feeling really weird about it and um i'm already getting a little bit of cabin fever you know like i've been in my house since friday and it's monday and i'm already kind of like i don't know what to what to do you know and mm-hmm. i don't know it's weird it's weird definitely yeah. a every time Yeah, it is. And this is the other thing, too, that's like really unsettling is people keep messaging me that they're they're losing their jobs. Like a girl hit me up this morning and was like, what do I do? I just got an email from my boss saying that effective immediately I'm laid off. And it's like, this is scary. This is affecting our economy. This is like,
4: uh." and I I don't know what
0: to tell her. I'm like, I don't even know what to do. It's not like you can go looking for a job right now.
4: Yeah, I mean, I want everyone like I want to be I want to inform everyone to be informed. But I also like I think, you know, we say what we say about the situation. And let's make this a form of, you know, happiness and, you know, entertainment while everyone's sitting around and not be a source of panic in the midst of this scary time and try and bring some goofiness and silliness and some of your great
0: answers to emails today i mean i'm down because honestly it's like it's it's all that's on the news it's all that's on social media it's really just kind of all consuming and um yeah i do think it's important that we keep our spirits up and help each other like if you have elderly people around you or like anything if there's any way that you can help i've been also trying to figure out ways that like We can help with like school meals, people with kids, you know, I don't know. So I'm like trying to work on that too. And we'll like keep you guys posted on social and things like that of ways that we can help and things that we're finding out too. Cause that's really what this is all about.
2: Tanya, I have a question. Yes. You posted in a group text last night that you're uh, almost out of wipes, out of Clorox wipes. And you had a bunch and now you're out of them. And I just, it struck me that... You're alone in your apartment and you're not leaving. Why are you going through so many wipes?
0: (laughs) So, honestly, I didn't have that many, to be honest. I bought two big canisters when all that stuff was going down before I flew to New York. And um, I gave one of my canisters to Aaron, my neighbor, and so I had one canister, and then I took it to New York, and then I brought it to Atlanta, and Patty and Sisney were using mine. So now I'm like, I've gone to... Two CVS. I went to two, CV, two or three CVS's. I went to two Vons, Gelson's, and Trader Joe's, and I couldn't find Clorox wipes or hand sanitizer.
2: And you want to talk about how Jen came through for you?
0: Yes. So I had some girlfriends actually that had a uh, extra bottle too that I was gonna go grab last night, and then we were in the group chat, and our boss, slash amazing person ever, uh, Jen Suwala wrote back and was like i have she said she bought like a bunch at um costco a few weeks ago so she had two to spare and so i go over she lives really she lives like maybe 10 minutes from me so i go to her house and and she ran out because obviously i don't want to go into her house she has a kid and um she comes out she brings me the two canisters of clorox she had just made vegan lasagna and so she gave me like a big like pile of her vegan lasagna and she put girl scout cookies in there wow i mean, that's so sweet that's
2: this is so what nice. we need to do for each other that's a beautiful story
0: it's, it's a true. beautiful story and i actually that happened the other day i was at um one of the grocery stores getting because i'm not trying to be crazy in terms of how much toilet paper and paper towels i'm buying i feel like i bought the right amount but um there was a line in the paper aisle to get to get these things. I was like, maybe I'll get one more. And so I was the last one. Um, the person in front of me got the last four roles. And it was, I wasn't stressed about it. I was just like, whatever. And they turned to me and he, she was like, I'd rather you have one and we have three than we have four. And I was like, <sighs> you all, how about you have
4: two and I have two? <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, all I needed was one. Like, I was like, that is so nice. It's just like, uh, I don't. I, I don't know. It was just really nice.
4: That's so sweet. We were um, staying in an Airbnb in Hawaii, and the first day, like for for whatever reason, when we got there, we all only had one rolls. Like there were there was no more toilet paper in the house, and I was like, oh, I guess they started us out with one, and then we need to go buy more. Well, the next day we got home, and there were two huge boxes from like Office Depot or something full of toilet paper. So I guess they have like a monthly ship or like a whatever, like it's on a routine where it comes. And we were all like, should we pack some of this? Cause it was all like individually wrapped. I know some people took some. Their
2: <laughs> <laughs>
4: <laughs> really? I had, so I ordered, um, a huge pack on Amazon before it got really crazy. And I, and it came while I was gone but um I went to get on and get like soups and stuff and everything was really back order and luckily Tanya like pulled through for me and went and shopped and bought double of everything so that I would have
0: some food to last. I know. I ha so how do you wanna to? I-, I love you, but I don't want to see you right now. Uh-huh. So times have really changed. I can-
2: <laughs> this is worse than I thought.
0: Yeah. Times
4: have- times have really changed
0: so i'm happy to put everything in a bag and i'll leave it like i'll i'll bring it out but i'll put it on the sidewalk for you
4: on the sidewalk that will be snatched up
0: in two seconds no i'll wait till you get here and i'll see you i'll put it on the sidewalk and then i'll go back upstairs and watch you take it
4: okay (laughs) we're gonna have to we're going to have to wait until the rain stops, but that sounds so wait, good for you. So, wait, you'll
2: see her car pull up. Exactly. And she'll remain in her car while you go out to the sidewalk, leave the package. You're safely back in your apartment. She comes out, grabs the package, and drives away.
4: Exactly. Got it. If anyone happens to witness this interaction, they're going to think things are so weird.
0: They're going to be like, I, mean, I already, that already happened to me with the, I had an Amazon delivery guy, like, come in he was coming walking up to my apartment as i was walking up to my apartment and i go i literally like yelled i didn't even get close to him i go hey if you want to leave those packages i'm happy to deliver them to my neighbors and he was like i i can't do that i have to get in and i was just like (laughs) wow
4: wait i wanted to give a shout out to um a girl who her this girl wrote us and her friend had to cancel her wedding it got canceled in actually my hometown in louisiana or she's from shreveport but anyways we wanted to give a shout out but she didn't say her name oh (laughs) kenzie shout out to kenzie her wedding got canceled it was her dream wedding her fiance booked her venue her dream venue when they got engaged because she always talked about it and I know there's like a ton of this going on like people are having to cancel just a ton of celebration events and it really to be honest it just sucks like there's no way around it
0: I know it's like you've been planning this for so long and yeah there's really nothing that you can do
4: yeah so shout out to Kenzie we're so sorry that um that this has happened, but it's, you're going to come back. The wedding's going to be amazing. Everyone's going to be healthy. We're going to be in a time of celebration. Um, so it's all going to be okay. And we're sorry that this is happening to everyone who's having to deal with this, but, um, I just want to give a shout out and her, her sweet friend wrote us and said, wanted us to give her a shout out. So her friend's name is Kelsey what?
2: It's really sad. It's really, you forget about stuff like that, but a wedding is just not going to happen right now. And it's so sad that people have been planning these things for their whole lives. My daughter was supposed to go to Washington, D.C. The eighth grade class goes to Washington, D.C. every single year in April. Mm. For 42 years, they've been doing this and they had to call it off. And the email from the people that organized this every year was just heartbreaking. They're, you could tell they were just so, so devastated that they had to do this. And, and still trying to figure yeah. out like, we gotta get people's money back and, and we'll figure it out but give us some time because we've never had to deal with anything like this before. It's, but that's what
0: everybody's going through. I know, and I feel, I mean, even like these small businesses, um, like the gym, my gym had to close down, obviously, mm-hmm. because of, you know, um, our mayor, like that last night did that. And they sent out an email and they were just like, you know, we understand the circumstance um, but if you can keep paying your membership, like mm. our business will go under, whether it's it's, a, it's this only gym, it's not like a big chain. It's it's the only one of its kind. And I'm like, this is probably happening all over the place.
2: Oh, sure. I think this is going to clear out a lot of small businesses, sadly.
0: So sad. Yeah.
4: I was leaving to go to, um, New York with my family on a trip tomorrow and, it was my mom's first time to New York. It's like been something she's wanted to do and like see for a long time. And uh, before things even got bad, I was like, listen, I don't want your first time to go to New York to go on a trip like this to be when it's we're like locked in our Airbnb. Because everything shut down, you know, they were closing like Broadway shows and all the tourist attractions, which is what we probably would have been going. So we canceled and we're going to reschedule for another time. But it's true. Like there's a lot of events and things that people are looking forward to. And it's just kind of, you know, the sacrifice of coming together and trying to get back to good times. <laughs> I
0: know. And I think that's the thing that's like kind of the eeriest is like, how long is this going to last?
2: Yeah, it's true. Cause it's kind of novel that Tanya's on the phone and Becca's on Skype, you know, cause of all the stuff that's going on. But Eight weeks from now, is this how we're going to be doing this show? Because that seems to be how long everyone says this is going to go, at least.
5: I, I, I
4: don't I'm gonna know. I'm going to have to order some oh. production tools and microphones and such.
2: No, well, Tanya's not coming over. Set
4: up in the... No, not for over her, just once, for me. Okay. <laughs> for like five days. Okay, she's trying to say five days, and I told her if I've been exposed, I think it's 14 days yes, at least. Can someone right. help? That is true. She keeps it's saying, I'll see you in five days.
2: days. <laughs> I know, yes, it's more than five days for sure.
0: <sighs>
2: <laughs> it's a 14-day quarantine if you've been exposed.
0: So I guess I'll see you in two weeks, Becca. Yeah. <laughs>
2: So, right. So you're saying, like, some me... have said you can start isolation pods. Like, if you've been isolated for a week and you know somebody else who's been isolated for a week, you can kind of get together at that point. I think that's what they've been saying. Right?
0: Mm. right? I mean, I do oh.
2: <laughs> But how do you get to that each noise. other's place without touching doorknobs and, and interacting with people?
0: Well, I've been, I've been touching everything with Clorox wipes.
2: That's why you're out of Clorox wipes.
0: I know. (laughs) Just like in your house things? No, 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 no. When I like go out, like when I, I mean, I've only gone to the grocery store, to be honest. So that's about it. But I guess if I were to come to your house, I'd have to just, I don't know. TBD.
4: You want to hear something exciting that happened on uh, the day before we left for Hawaii? So Wednesday night. I'm not going to give any names because I don't want to throw anyone under the bus, but someone came over and they left their bag on the ground. And as we have learned, Phoebe gets into anything that's on the ground. And so, um, this is before we knew that there had been a bag left on the ground. We're having dinner, just hanging out and Phoebe's acting totally normal. And all of a sudden she goes to walk and she keeps like laying down her, you know, like, so Phoebe has a, too bad. Her knees and her back legs are bad and she needs surgery. But anyways, I've gotten different opinions on that. But I am th- i was like, oh my gosh, we're gonna have to do the surgery for sure. She can't even walk on her back legs anymore. She's laying down. She started acting like she was going to fall asleep. And I thought, is she in so much pain that she's like blacking out what's going on? So we go upstairs and the no named person realizes that their bag is missing. And She picks up her bag and she goes, or she looks under the bed and finds her bag. And she goes, Oh my gosh, Phoebe got into my bag. And I was like, Oh my gosh, she, she's eating an edible or something. She's high. That's what she's doing right now. So I look under the bed, I find a pack of edibles and there's only one left in the little package. And so I asked, I said, how many were in here? And she said, I, she may have eaten like two or three. So Phoebe is high as a kite. (laughs) Like, she couldn't walk because her legs were giving out because she was so high. So I haven't packed yet for my trip. I was, like, just about to start packing when all this went down. So I take her to the uh, 24-hour clinic, and apparently it was a big night for animal tragedies because people were coming in and out with, like, severe situations. And I'm sitting there with Phoebe, who's just high as a kite. And everyone's like, what happened? And I'm like, she ate edibles. And so um, I was there till two in the morning. (laughs) Because she was the most mild case of anything that was happening. And so normally, if I take her if we even walk by a vet or like a animal clinic she starts freaking out like starts shaking she knows she was so relaxed when i took her in there she was like she went to the girl without even like fighting me so um she was all good but i had to leave her totally you know not in a good place but my sister was watching her so hopefully, you know everything went back to normal but that that was a exciting time don't leave your bags on the floor with small dogs <laughs> they yeah. get and she's okay. I, mostly, they just are high. They worry about like I think their heart rate, and then they can get nauseous and like throw
0: up and vomit. But mm. you know, I know, but like she's a little dog. I feel like that much weed could really do damage. No,
4: she ate a joint one time. And she <laughs> what like are you that. doing to
2: this dog?
4: I don't. I'm I'm like, don't even, do I What are you? I don't have, to have right. a joint. Uh this was random because it was a friend's friend. It was someone I didn't know and it was left in a beach bag and Phoebe got into it but I didn't even know that it was in there. So I like, have hated- joined it's yeah. not
0: 1991 anymore.
2: Are you roommates <laughs> with Seth Rogen and James Franco? <laughs>
0: Yeah. yeah like, I no, <laughs> you guys. And the thing is,
4: like, if I even take edibles, it's like once a month, maybe. And then that's really it. And I'll take half before I go to sleep. If I'm like feeling like that's what I want to do. Mm-hmm. I I've never smoked a joint and I hate the smell. So I'm very strongly against that. But Phoebe seems to like it. So <laughs> <I> just- <laughs> Joint. <laughs> Just over in Venice Beach <laughs> doing what I do, you know? Yeah, literally. Like, what in the world? <laughs> yeah, so um that's how my trip started. And then, you know, everything went mad after that. Maybe I'll try an edible now that I'm quarantined. <laughs> oh, you know what you should try. And I don't know if they're a sponsor of this specific podcast, but um the cbd company that's a new sponsor for caliber us.
2: caliber cbd mm-hmm.
4: i took it the whole time i was in hawaii because i was like feeling a little overwhelmed with like having to cancel my new york trip and then the fact that i wasn't in self-isolation you should try that it would probably relax you in two seconds
2: <laughs> and tanya you can get 20 percent off with code scrubbing
4: yeah. I'm honestly. happy to. I'm happy to. I think I could use that right about now. I might deliver it. I'll do an exchange with you when you give me my food. I'll put some a box in a bag for you. <laughs> that would be awesome.
2: That makes it look even shadier that you pick up one bag and leave another behind. And then you I leave. know.
4: It's a good trade. <laughs> <laughs> Um. Yeah, so that's what's been... Ha, what Are you seeing uh, your boyfriend during this time or what's going on?
0: Yeah, I am seeing my boyfriend during this time, but I, I'm not going to lie. I lie fall him down and I make him wash his hands the minute he walks in here.
2: You have to. You don't know where he's been. Has he been going into the office and all that stuff? Yes. Oh.
0: However, his, no, 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 no. There's nobody there. He's like, nobody's there except for him. So...
2: Him and the virus.
0: No, there's nobody there except for him, so he's basically in self isolation there. Um, But yeah, I and I mean he's been going to grocery stores too. But yeah, I've been using. I have like a Lysol spray, so I just kind of spray it on him. I'm super fun. (sighs) Date me, guys. Yeah, wow! Like I can't think of anything worse than getting sprayed
4: down with a Lysol spray. I don't even
2: think you're supposed to do that. My you're not supposed to say Lysol would, on skin.
0: Yeah,
4: my skin would not be happy about. No, that. I don't like. I
0: don't like spray it on him like perfume. I just do it in the vicinity with like any bag. He like his bag, like his his <laughs> okay. like night bag and stuff.
2: Oh. Oh,
0: his that overnight right. duffel.
2: <laughs>
0: that's right.
2: <laughs> um, it might be time wait. for him to leave some stuff there, and that way he doesn't have to bring the duffel.
0: I know, I, but I also feel like, shouldn't he just ask me to leave stuff? Like, I don't need to tell
1: him that, right? Mm, I think he's waiting for an invitation. He might least.
0: be. Oh, really?
2: It might be presumptuous to just start leaving I, things in someone's home. I always let,
1: waited for an invitation. <laughs> I'm just saying.
0: Okay, maybe I'll it's tell tough. him today. You can leave some things.
4: Yeah, you can leave a few things here.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny though, because I feel like there's all these text messages that are going around right now, like all of these, whether they're true or not. There's all these, you know, the texts that are saying like we're gonna be in this eight weeks and you know quarantine or whatever, and so I start to panic. And he, like, really can calm me down, you know? He's like, Tony, you've, you've got enough scallops in your freezer to last you. until you dog it. And I'm like... Scallops? You know yeah, because they had a... That was the only thing in the frozen aisle that was left. It was a jumbo bag of scallops. Frozen scallops. <laughs> I don't even know how to cook scallops.
5: <laughs> Is
4: that
0: all you're going to leave on the side of the road for me? Is that it? No, no, oh. no, no, but when I went for you, I had got Boca burgers and I got some vegan meatballs and then I got a bag of vegetables and a bag of fruit.
4: Okay, great. I was gonna say I am not a huge scalps person, so I might leave those for you. That's my, a hilarious panic
2: buy. <laughs>
0: yeah, I know. That's, it was the only thing that was, and so literally, my boyfriend was like lol what are you gonna do with this giant bag and i'm like well i can probably eat like two a day so if we're in here if i'm in here for a while like these will last me (laughs) oh that seems like something you get tired of quick Wow. You guys, I did not go, like, I was not, I, I kind of feel like I I should have gone to the grocery store with more, like, intention, because I bought the most random stuff, because everything's so, like, when I tell you that the shelves are empty, like, they are empty. So, like, I saw, you know, salsa that hadn't been cooked over, so I grabbed salsa, but I have no chips. No chips here. <laughs> sure. Yeah, just drink um, it. I have, I found spaghetti, like, I found spaghetti in the spaghetti aisle, but... I didn't grab marinara sauce.
1: <laughs> you got the salsa. Salsa. <laughs> salsa and spaghetti.
0: I, I know. It. I'm just like, what in the world? Oh.
2: Well, it's gonna sound very different in a few seconds when Lauren Elena jumps on.
4: I know. So we yeah. recorded this um interview with Lauren Elena last week and It's we're in the studio, so it will be a significant change for your ears, which you'll probably appreciate. Um, But she's so amazing. And I felt like this is there couldn't be a more perfect interview to go up while everyone's in this kind of like uncertain time because she is just a light. She is a what is a ray of sunshine? Yeah. You still with us, Tanya? She's she's looking on Instagram or reading a text or something. I'm watching her.
0: <laughs> I am reading a text, okay? I'm trying some multitask here. Things are happening in real time in my life. Okay, well, I, have I was to trying to, to include you. In the I have intro. to go to the pharmacy to pick up a prescription, and that is the last place that I want to go right now. Oh no. My doctor said that the like the wait the wait time at, like on the at the pharmacies has been over an hour. Oh God! Just for them to call in prescriptions, I'm like, awesome, uh, cool,
4: great. Well, at least it's you know at least you have insurance to go to the doctor and get a prescription. That's the bright side. There
0: you go. I know. You're right. Um, You're right. So but that's what I'm saying. I'm a- sorry. I was like in real time getting a text, and I just need to... You know, focus on you. I'm staring right at you, girl. Yeah, it's scary. Um,
4: so, anyways, <laughs> here's our interview with Lauren Elena. She is wonderful. She is feisty. She's strong. She's an open book. Easton loves her. Love. Um, um, and so, here's our interview with Lauren Elena. I hope you enjoy it, and we'll be right back. <laughs>
3: It's Gianina from Love in Sight, a new iHeartRadio podcast all about the TV show Love is Blind. Are you addicted to Love is Blind? We are here to satisfy all your Love is Blind cravings.
5: And if you haven't watched yet, join us everywhere you listen to podcasts for everything you need to know.
3: Do you want to find out how Damien and I got back together? Yep, I'm the girl that got left at the altar.
5: The Love is Blind cast will join us, telling us things they have never revealed. And you get all the behind the scenes, all the details, all the never seen footage, and the ultimate question.
3: Can an experiment like this actually work? Is love truly blind? And iHeartRadio is bringing you every little nugget. Love Insight. Available now, everywhere you listen to podcasts.
1: Did you just pay me a dollar on
2: Apple Cash? (laughs) Services are provided by Green Dot Bank. Member FDIC. Terms apply.
3: Mother's Day is just around the corner, May 12th. And if you're anything like me, finding the perfect gift for your mom can be a bit of a challenge. But fear not, Macy's Gift Finder is here to save the day. My mom is the most amazing mom and deserves the best gifts. So when it comes to finding a gift that matches her style, Macy's Gift Finder is my secret weapon. From chic handbags to fabulous fragrances, they've got it all. in time for Mother's Day. No stress, no fuss, just pure gift-giving bliss. So whether you're shopping for your mom, your sister, or any special mom in your life, head over to macys.com giftfinder for the perfect inspiration for Mother's Day.
4: All right, so we have a very special guest, someone that y'all have requested to come on the podcast for a while now, and we finally have her scrubbing in in the studio. Please welcome Lauren Elena.
3: (laughs) Lauren Elena, don't worry. You have been Cloroxed up. You are good to Speaking go. of scrubbing in, we have scrubbed
6: these
4: microphones. Yeah. Tanya <laughs> was wiping hers like she was about to put the whole thing in her mouth. <laughs> Can't be too cautious. Yeah, you
6: never know. You never know. What's going to happen in mm-hmm. here. We just want to make, make you feel safe in here. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. I really do feel safe. Mm-hmm.
4: <laughs> and just healthy. Yes. Protected. Yep. Um, we have literally, uh, so we have a Facebook group for the podcast, and they are- very dedicated to who they want to come on. They always are giving us suggestions. Your name has been there for a long time.
3: Oh, yeah. Aww, that makes me feel good. And then Thank you, you went in the Facebook group and you asked them to, I think before, at the end of this, we should go in there and fire off like some speedy speed rounds. Yeah,
4: uh, I put I posted and said, is there anything that y'all want to know about Lauren? Are there any questions you want me to ask her? And a lot of them, they do have questions, but a lot of them just wanted to say like, She is just such a light and we're so grateful Mm. for her and they love you. So we have this, our podcast, Tanya has kind of coined the phrase modern woman energy and you are kind of the epitome of a modern woman.
6: Well, thank you. <laughs> Goodness gracious, i got to get on this Facebook.
4: Yeah, I mean, it is. it will make and me Anytime sore. I'm feeling bad,
6: I am going to get on your Facebook. <laughs> um,
4: you should, though, actually. <laughs> we highly recommend it for anyone who needs a boost. Midweek. A midweek boost. Um, So, you have an EP that's out. Yes. Yeah. It's so good. I listened to it. I had it on this morning, especially because I knew I was going to talk to you. But I loved the track, the what title track. Is that the correct term? Yeah, title yes, track. Yes, it is. Um, I love it because it's so true that we go, I'll be happy when I get this yeah. or when this happens. And I thought it was such a great, it's such a good message of being like, why don't we just live in, appreciate what we have going on right now, live in contentment. And I was wondering if you were going through something where you were like, "I'm struggling because I keep thinking maybe if I do this or maybe if I accomplish yeah, I think, this."
6: I think we're all doing that because mm-hmm. I'm I'm a big goals person. I like to set goals. Yeah, but then I I feel like I forget to be thankful when I reach the goal sometimes because then I've set a new one mm-hmm. and it's just like a ongoing thing. And I actually this song "Getting Good" I did not write it and I write all of my music, but I oh. heard. I heard this song and it's written by a girl named Emily Wiseband, who I write a lot of my, I wrote six songs on the last album with her. So it makes sense if I yeah. cut a song that I didn't write, <laughs> I would cut hers because we have similar writing styles. Um, but I heard the song and it kind of stopped me in my tracks mm-hmm. and I was like, I need it. Yeah. I'm going to call my mom and dad. <laughs> it's, like, it's like the song that makes you want to call your family.
4: I know. That part got me. It's know. like I'm sitting there talking. It's talking about t- calling the parents and not even being able to focus on the conversation because you are thinking of horrible things happening yes. to your family. So you're not able to like soak in the moments yep. with them.
6: And it, it's so true. Why do we do that? I we all know. need to be like, I don't know. I I listened to that song and I I cried the mm-hmm. first time I heard it. And, um, I was like, I don't really cut songs that I don't write, but I'm gonna. Yeah. Like I made, oh, (laughs) Oh, sorry. Good thing you (laughs) wiped it. That's why we wiped it. it. (laughs) That's why we wiped it. I just smacked my face onto the
3: microphone. (laughs) How do you stop yourself from doing that and like kind of living in the moment? Because I think I've, I think especially more recently, I find that I'm never like in the place that I'm in. Yeah, like I feel like my mind's racing as to like what I have to do next, and I'm like trying to be more like present in the I th- moment.
6: I think it's uh, you just have to think about it to try yeah. actively try to be present in the moment because it's so easy to be distracted. There are so many distractions. Mm-hmm. These phones mm-hmm. and all of the things are so distracting. TikTok. Um. Yeah, TikTok. Did you say TikTok? Yeah. I don't have a TikTok. Oh,
4: don't get one.
3: The I can I don't think I can I literally physically don't think I can get TikTok Because I can't Yeah,
6: I, can't. I don't even know how it works But yeah. I've made one TikTok These little <laughs> girls made me make one at a show so I've participated in TikTok once.
4: You're on the TikTok. I am on the TikTok.
6: I'm just not on the TikTok.
4: But no, it, it is so true. But it I is, think we are always like setting goals for the next thing. And we're taught to do that in a sense. Like it's like, yeah. let's write down our goals. Let's write down our resolution. Well, it is
6: a good thing to do. Mm-hmm. But it is also a good thing to be thankful
4: and <laughs> right. present
6: in your life. So it's tricky to to balance it. And I just think that song, Emily did such a great song writing that Great job writing that song, and and she puts it perfectly. I know
4: it's it's worded so beautifully. Um, there's also a song called "Ladies in the '90s." Mm-hmm. So, I just feel like I've seen so many. Um, yeah, Easton just <laughs> that gasped. song is so
1: good. <laughs> thank <laughs> you,
4: thank you so <laughs> much. I he was oh, having wow. a Corona spell. I, I
1: Grab my pearls. <laughs> grabbed- I just love
6: that song. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, you're at like. Grabbed your chest, I thought you were having a heart attack. I don't know. Sorry, it's like I am so thankful that that song brings that out of you. (laughs) Like, thank you. I did write that one.
4: (laughs) Well, it's cute because I also feel like it's a very, it's a fun song. You, like, reference some just bops, like, 90s bops, Brittany, Christina, like, some moments. But I do feel like it's a conversation that people are having with, especially women in country music, Mm -hmm. of, songs not dominating the radio like they used to
6: well i get asked that so much and no 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 this is perfect i'm I'm gonna tell you why i wrote the song so people ask me all the time why is there a lack of female presence on country radio well first of all on pop radio every other song is a woman
3: oh interesting i think
6: every other song on pop radio is a woman
3: because they are massively underplayed in pop radio as well are they yeah
6: just not as bad, probably, as country music. For sure, for sure not. Yeah, because there's, like, Demi and Taylor, and there Ariana, are girls yeah. that, yeah, Ariana, mm-hmm. Selena. But if
3: you really listen it, to it's Post Malone. Oh, and right, yeah, like, yeah, every yeah. other song's Post Malone, Jonas Brothers. I'm trying to think of, like, who we played this morning. Huh, give me another comment The Weeknd. The Weeknd, <laughs> yeah, The yeah. Weeknd. Maroon, Maroon 5. But
6: it's so weird, because people ask me all the time, and I'm like, I don't. I don't know why because I grew up in the '90s mm-hmm. and that was not an issue. It just wasn't. It, to, to <laughs> in any, honest, it wasn't even. It was like more women. I feel like than men. Yeah. I, but maybe that's because that's what I gravitated towards. But I just wanted to write like a fun song addressing it. Twelve examples. There are twelve songs in "Ladies in the '90s" that were life changing songs for me, uh-huh. and. Probably both of you. Like you, everybody can hear, man, I feel like a woman. Uh-huh. Come on. And it, the the party is starting.
4: Yeah, it's true.
6: And it's just like, I, but I I don't ever want to be negative. So I wanted to write a fun song just like reminding people like, hey, this is what happens when women are on the radio. You're welcome.
4: <laughs> well, I was going to say there's no like, it's not a song that seems bitter or frustrated. No, it's more like a fun, but addressing, like I thought. It made me realize there was a time where women, it seemed like, did dominate in country yeah. music. But yeah. I'm, maybe I'm the same way. I just gravitated towards them because my mom played them. You know, maybe it wasn't necessarily what was on the radio, but.
6: Well, everyone's talking about it. So I feel like it's not just us that think right. that. No.
4: <laughs> sure. you it's know. definitely a conversation. But I wanted
6: happening. to write like a lighthearted, fun song and just be like, hey, this is what happens. And. And, and then people are clenching their chest ever is so. Yeah,
1: their pearls. <laughs> I'm not even a lady. <laughs> Man, that song hits me. It's Thank so good. Thank you.
4: Thank <laughs> you. Um, getting into the deeper things, are you dating? Do you talk about dating? Because you've had some public relationships. I
6: have. <laughs> I have. And I don't think I'll ever have one again.
4: <laughs> oh, really? Keep it private?
6: Yes. I think that's going to be the one thing that I keep to myself because it has not worked out for me so far to have a public relationship because then when they end, everybody talks about it <laughs> and they want to know everything about it, which is just the nature of my life. And yeah. I'm OK with that. But I think. I just decided very recently to um, keep that to myself.
3: You're like, I just decided like five minutes ago. I just no, now you I just now decided. <laughs> yeah. Do you mean like keep it pro- up? Uh, Not not necessarily not dating somebody that is a public figure like yourself.
6: Yeah, no, no. I don't mean that. I just, like, like with my last two relationships, um, they were very public. Well, I was engaged, and Mm -hmm. everyone wrote about that. And then I was unengaged, and everyone really wrote about that. (laughs) And then I had another boyfriend who was also um, famous. Mm -hmm. And Alex my fiance ex-fiance was not famous so I and it was just as big of an explosion so I don't think it really matters if the other person is a celebrity it it has nothing to do with that um I just don't think it's a great idea because I'm dating if I was married maybe I would like talk more about Mm -hmm. my husband but until it's like something like that Mm -hmm. I think I'm gonna try to hold it as close to myself as possible obviously i'll be seen out with my boyfriend yeah. and like
4: people will people come to there might be photos people yeah. will probably
6: know eventually because they'll see pictures of me with this certain person over and over again but i'm not gonna i think my social media platforms are for my music mm-hmm. and for my brand and i just i just you know, I learned my lesson.
3: It's interesting, though, because you're, bra- I mean, you're a musician. So yeah. you can take this and everything that you, you know, you're in your relationships and your outlet is your music. So it's like you can tell your story how you want to tell your story, yeah. how you want to narrate your story through your song, through mm-hmm. your craft. You don't have to do that. You know what I mean? I think it's it's a fine line because I think it just depends on professionally because you are a public figure. So, yes, everybody says, like, you're a public figure. You should expect to X, Y, Z. But it's like. You're a musician. Yes. So you can choose to do it through your music if you want.
6: And I am such an open book. Like If you hang out with me for five seconds, I don't really hold back anything. But I just feel like I, in the last couple of years, I've had to learn to keep some things for me. Because my life is so public. Like yeah. my nephews are for me. Mm-hmm. You know, I occasionally right. will post about them. I talk about them. But that, that's like, My family is for me, Mm -hmm. and I feel like the music is a little bit separate, and I'll be writing about people I'm dating. On the CP, I have a couple of breakup (laughs) songs on there, if you'd like to hear that. If you'd like to hear about my relationships, I write about them. But I just feel like it's just, and it also puts an added layer of pressure on my relationships when they're really public like that.
4: Listen, I get it. I'm so, I'm in a relationship and I don't this is I haven't talked about this one. And I'm everyone's like, why don't you talk about it? this is what we, you know, follow you. Because I was I was on The Bachelor, which we discussed. You've never watched, but it was a long time ago. But the reason why they started following me was to oh, my journey to find love. So right. then when I got in a relationship and it was private, I mean, it was public with someone else from The Bachelor world. It added this, just like you it said. It does. It's
6: hard to explain. And
4: when we broke yeah. up, I felt like I was letting people down, and I was like, this is so weird because yes. it's my relationship.
6: Yeah. It is It is a tricky thing.
4: It is tricky. Well, and because
6: then people become, like, fans of your relationship. <laughs> yeah. And you don't want to let them down. <laughs> and I'm like, I don't even like this guy. <laughs> You can like him separately. I gotta yeah. get rid of him. I can't is, be with him anymore. It is I'm an done.
3: In- interesting dynamic. I need to decide <laughs> if I like him or not. Not you. Yeah. Because I I remember when Ariana Grande and Pete Davidson split up, and Pete Davidson started um, using Ariana in his like stand up comedy routine or whatever, and people were really up in arms. Like the Ariana Grande fans were so mad about that. But he, I recently heard him talking about it, and it kind of gave me his side of the like the situation it kind of opened my eyes a little bit. He's like, look, like Ariana writes about our relationship and writes songs about it. And like this is my outlet. Like I'm a comedian. I mm-hmm. make jokes. Like this is this is how I, you know, do it. And so my ex-boyfriend's a comedian. Is that gonna be me? <laughs> <That's, it might. laughs> oh my like, gosh. That's his outlet, you know? And I was like, you well, know what? You gotta respect it. Full race right, to so that finish.
6: <laughs> I got a full length album coming out later this year probably so
4: yeah beat him to it beat him to it you have to release one of those singles <laughs> quick yeah it's funny um did you have fun on dancing with the stars
6: I did it was hard
4: I've heard it's the hardest process for people
6: I broke four ribs oh my fractured not broke broke is like really intense I Fractured. I guess you
3: don't Need them though,
6: right? <laughs> no, not until you have. Not until they're fractured, and then you realize you really do need them to breathe and to live comfortably and to move and oh dance yeah. and sing.
3: Who told you that? I heard somebody <laughs> told me that like somebody got their ribs removed, and I was like, oh, do you not need all your ribs? <laughs> like that's so random.
4: Like, I think them being broken is different, like being cracked, and like maybe puncturing your lungs is different than them not being there. how <laughs> <rumors> get started. <laughs> hey,
6: now. I will say they told me I could still dance. See?
3: See? And I
6: did it. So, I guess she's right. You don't need Thank it.
3: you. Thank you so much. I mean, they
6: do protect your lungs, I feel like.
3: and <laughs> no, your heart. Right?
6: All of it, right? Your rib cage is in, all kind of in, it's in the
4: cage. A, right? It's now, like your armor.
6: Now, we are really scrubbing in here. Yeah, yeah we're getting into
4: the nitty-gritty <laughs> of anatomy. <laughs> Um, but it was, it was,
6: so I was in a lot of pain a lot of the time, but I enjoyed it. I did enjoy it. I enjoyed the costumes, the co- the, the wardrobe department. I'm in love with them. I yeah. love them, those ladies in that wardrobe department. I cried when I left the show Aww. because I was going to miss them.
4: Aww. Seriously. Did you get their numbers? Oh, yes. <laughs> okay, good. Actually,
6: I should call them while I'm here and go see them. Um But and then Allie, Brooke and I became like instant we best. We just
4: friends. had her on the show. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. she
6: and I are really close. Oh,
4: I love that. I just
6: talked to her yesterday because she's doing a headlining tour. Yeah. and I mm-hmm. called to congratulate her.
4: That's so great. Yeah, she's just the sweetest. She's precious. Um, and uh, I'm gonna get to the questions from our Facebook group because there were there were a few that were like they were so proud because you started out. It was like such an emotional and like confidence builder for no, you. yeah. And they did they just thought it was so cool to watch you have that transformation, you know, in front of a lot of people. Yeah, it was
6: a couple people watching.
4: Yeah, just a few. <laughs> a small crowd really. <laughs> um okay, so this is from Sarah. She said, is it true that you pop in for a visit to your mom's bar in northern where are you from?
6: I'm from Georgia, but my mom lives in Rhinelander, Wisconsin.
4: Yeah. They want yes, to know it if is pop- true.
6: Occasionally, I pop into the bar.
4: She said, "You ladies have good genes." She's just as beautiful as you are. Oh, that's sweet.
6: <laughs> I look a lot like my mom.
4: <laughs> really? So twins? if she thinks
6: my mom's pretty, she probably thinks I'm pretty.
4: <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is a good one. What was harder to compete in, Idol or Dancing with the Stars?
6: Well, I didn't break anything on American Idol, <laughs> so. Oh, <laughs> uh, I. They, they feel so different to me because I was really nervous on American Idol because I was setting up my career and I was mm-hmm. really nervous on Dancing with the Stars because I don't know how to dance at all. <laughs> like, I was literally doing something I've never done before. Yeah. Um, the question was, what was harder?
4: Was that yeah, the question? Yeah.
6: Probably Dancing with the Stars. Only because I'd, I've been singing since I was three. Right,
3: it's like second yeah. nature to you. Yeah,
6: the dancing, I was like, I don't know how to do this. I feel like I have
4: you're so sweet. I know yeah. we're it's a kind of an awkward <laughs> setup with our we probably should have put you here and you're right, right, here.
6: Right. Okay. Everything's clean at least. Yeah. So every that's all that matters.
4: <laughs> no. Um what is your favorite thing about being on tour with Blake Shelton? Are you on tour with Blake Shelton? <laughs> yes. Currently? Yeah, right yeah. now. That is freaking awesome. I'm watching. <laughs> Well, I'm watching The Voice, and I'm like obsessed with him. He's
6: hysterical.
4: Yeah, he reminds me his humor is so similar to my dad's that he says things, and it's just, he makes me laugh so much because of that.
6: He's so entertaining too on stage. Like he he feels it feels like he's talking to everyone in the crowd. He's awesome. My favorite part of hmm, well, Gwen Stefani keeps showing up, dude.
4: tanya's
3: obsessed with them like i'm obsessed with them like she she came
6: out and sang a few times and i'm just like and then she told me that um, my voice sounds like a recording and that she keeps thinking i'm gonna sound bad and then i don't she's like there's no way you always hit the right notes and then i listen to you and i'm literally watching her talk like you know in slow-mo Right, right. And like, I'm, I'm like, like you're like an icon. You're Gwen Stefani <laughs> telling me that in your sparkly thigh high
3: boots. <laughs> but isn't is she that... just like so human? Yes. And no, it's her we... skin. It's bizarre to me <laughs> like how like normal she is.
6: What moisturizer does she use? <laughs> we are all getting it. I know.
4: Can I be Seriously? honest? I thought you were on your own headlining tour. I was. I was oh. before. Yes. Okay, so I'm not crazy. No, no, no. Okay. I, did,
6: I did my tour before this Blake Shelton tour. Okay. Got yes.
4: it. Well, that's so, really, so and we what, sold it all out. So your favorite not part to brag. is that Gwen Shameless Stefani little. shows up. Yeah, we're going to plug you. Don't worry. We're, <laughs> do, we're going to get to that.
6: <laughs> yes, I did go on the headlining tour. But my favorite part is how nice he is. And they have really good catering.
3: <laughs> That's important.
6: <laughs> the catering is really good on this tour. <laughs> Some tours I'm, don't have good food, but like Shelton got the good food.
3: I love that Gwen yeah. just pops in there though. She does and I they like are really, sweet.
6: They really love each other. They
3: love each other so much and she is just like the like I can't even put into words because she is Gwen Stefani right? Like she is up there. Like you yeah. that is yeah. mega mega and uh-huh. she acts just like What's up? Yeah, like okay. You want? Do you want? Do you want some? Can I get you something to drink? I'm like you're Gwen Stefani. Like let me get. But you But yes, whatever you
6: can. Want. Thank you. I, I'm gonna keep it. I'm gonna frame the cup. <laughs> <laughs> Put this cup in a shadow box and keep it. Oh, uh, I'm
3: like I'm like obsessed with her in an unhealthy way. <laughs> hey Gwen. <laughs> a, Hi Tanya. Gwen. I Tanya.
6: can't wait to see you next week. After I've said all these really embarrassing things about how cool you are, like.
4: Chill. It's chill. <laughs> yeah. It's <fun. laughs> I mean, a ton of these are just, you know, they're asking about your relationship, which we talked about. Who is your best friend on oh, Dancing with the Stars? We talked Allie about Britt. it. Um, and a lot of them are just saying, we love you, and you're so inspirational. They ask about your ex, how he's doing. How he's I'm doing. I'm not sure. I don't if talk y'all... to him. <laughs> yeah. That was the question. If y'all still talk. No. Yeah, that's probably no the best to do
3: it. Maybe since everybody's saying like you're so <laughs> inspirational and that's what they like look up to you to or look up to you for, is there anything that um that you've learned along the way in your process that kind of um was really jarring to you? was like a lesson that you learned that you could share with everybody?
6: Yeah, I um well could be personally could be personally, could be professionally. I've learned a lot in the last ten years. Yeah, I bet. Uh I learned to be nice to myself. That was a pretty important lesson I had to learn. Um, mm. And not to let people, except your Facebook, I can hang out on your Facebook. Yeah. It turns out your Facebook is a safe place for me. Yeah, they're the exception. <laughs>
3: yeah,
6: they really are. But I just, um, I used to let like negative in- energy and comments on the internet control how I felt about myself, and I don't do that anymore. Because honestly, those people are not buying tickets to my show, I don't think. Mm-hmm. So I don't think I'm really going to hang out with them ever. Yeah. So I just delete them. Now, but I it was it was a struggle for me. I really struggled with an eating disorder for a long time, and have talked a lot about that. that And confidence is the the biggest thing that I've had to work on.
3: It's it's interesting because I think so many people struggle with that with body image in in such different ways. Like Mm -hmm. I I struggle so much myself. Like I I can't remember the name of orthorexia. Is that what it's called? It's where you have this obsession with food. It's like where you just everything that you eat, you like have to know where it came from, how many calories are in it. Like it's kind of like one of those oh, things yeah. where you just obsessively, you know, like it's kind of like miss. It's not represented very much, but it's. I didn't really know much that was like a disorder.
6: It. I guess I got that one too. <laughs> yeah,
3: <laughs> but <it's- laughs> I'm just kidding.
6: I really did. I used to have to like, w- if I couldn't see the packaging, it was not gonna happen. I was yeah, not gonna eat it. But
3: I think that th- honestly, I think nine out of ten women have some sort deal with that in some capacity I think so
4: too I think I so mean too. it's inevitable it's like in our face constantly of how we're supposed to look how clothes are supposed to fit I mean
3: but I think it's so cool now that I think there's like this wave of like um I can't I think it's Olay that has the campaign where they're saying they're not going to retouch women's their photos anymore of their faces because they're selling like you know these beauty or like the beauty products and um
1: oh, I that, like that that like
3: Ava mm-hmm. Mendez respond like responded to a fan saying like, you know, this is a campaign photo. This has been retouched and edited and, you know, like opening that conversation. Cause it is, we're flooded with all these images and like, we can't, we look at ourselves and we're like, well, I have, Cellulite on my arm, like nobody has cellulite. How did that on get arm. there? Right <laughs> you know what I mean? like- now, what is this dimple in my bicep right. and how do I get rid of it? Right, but it can really, like, it really, you know, we can we joke and stuff, but it really, really affects you. Yes, it does, it really, really does. And so, I like had a
6: really weird thing about my chin, I still do, like, where I like certain angles, I'm super freaked out by my chin, like, that's just a thing of. That bothers me about yeah. myself. Like, no one else would say that and think I have... We're like, our a, own worst critic. Like, what's, what's wrong with... Now you guys are looking at my chin, like, what's wrong with your chin? <laughs> no, I'm <laughs> just kidding. I'm, kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. But it's so... Because... And I will say, I see retouched photos of myself. And then I see myself and I think, I don't look like that. <laughs> and I'm, like, looking at myself. I had, like, at first I had a really hard time with not wearing makeup. Mm-hmm. Like going without makeup because I saw myself on stage and all these photos so retouched and like looking like pretend, right? And then I would look at myself and I thought, "Wow, well, we gotta put some makeup on." When we wake up immediately, and it was like a thing for me for a long time. Now I'm like hitting up Kroger, just <laughs> not even brushing my hair. I don't care. You know? I know
3: because you have you your ha- your self confident. I had, I had, gotten, I've, I've gotten, gotten out of that cloud. Yeah, I've
6: gotten a lot of help around it. Yeah. I mean, I, I like to take care of myself and look nice, but mm-hmm. I'm doing it because I want to look nice, not because I think I have to look nice. Right. It's, um, yeah, for other yeah. people. Yeah.
4: It's like the pressure of thinking this is how they want me to look or how they expect me to look. Yeah. So I have to do that.
6: It's hard though. I mean, even the most confident, I seem to be the most confident person in the whole wide world, and I always have because I've got this huge personality. So when I first talked about struggling with it, people were, I think, surprised, but you never know what someone's going through.
3: Mm-hmm, 100%. You, don't,
6: you just don't.
4: did I don't know if I miss this. did you did that start after being on TV? and
6: No. Uh, I struggled from the time I was in middle school on, and I was on American Idol when I was 15, mm-hmm. but people teased me about my weight a lot. So it just kind of—I'd already had issues mm-hmm. with it, and that just kind of
4: catapulted. Yes, yeah. yeah, God, it's so crazy that to imagine doing what you did at 15 years old.
6: I know, my goodness. <laughs> I see pictures of myself, and I'm on my little flip flops.
5: <laughs> yeah.
6: I'm like, I was a little kid. I know. <laughs> this is so sweet. I know. I, I was really it. mean to her. I was really mean to her, and I want to hug her. I, I would. Know, I, know. I would love to go back and hug her. You know. Yeah. They're little diamond flip flops. Yeah. I loved those flip flops. I wore them out and I wore them in my American Idol audition. if You guys, want you to were take... like, I, put I was like, these my are my fancy yeah. flip flops. I got these. I I've, I've paid good money for these flip flops. I'm
4: yeah. <laughs> going to give them the exposure they deserve.
6: <laughs> Maybe I'll try to bring back the diamond flip flop. Yeah, try that. <laughs> try that out. <laughs> I'll let y'all know how it goes. I'll keep you posted. <laughs>
4: Well, thank you. I mean, you're like the perfect guest for our show. Oh, thank you're you just so amazing much. and like I said, we had so many requests to have you on here for this reason because they know who you are and they love who you are. So, thank you so much for coming. I'm sorry I didn't realize that you're currently on tour with Blake Shelton. That's like, okay. Idiot, That's but okay. But I thought you were doing your thing <laughs> and you're still doing your thing with Blake and
3: going around, so. Yeah. And you guys Lauren's new EP getting good is available now, so stream it, buy it. What else can you do to it? <laughs> love it. <laughs> love it. Review it. I mean,
6: wipe it with a Clorox <laughs> wipe. Wipe <laughs> it with a Clorox
3: wipe. Yeah, it's so good.
4: Check it out. Um, where are, where, did you say where you can get tickets for the show? I did not. Is there, do you have a website? Where can, anywhere? You can go anywhere? to my
6: website, Um, <laughs> That's where you can get them.
4: And where can they follow you on Instagram, Twitter?
6: Okay, Instagram. Is Lauren Elena? It's very easy. You're welcome. <laughs> and Facebook as well. On Twitter, somebody decided to take that name, so oh, I'm at, I know. What
0: the heck? Mm.
6: I occasionally go look at their page. Anyway, <laughs> um, it's at Lauren underscore Elena.
4: Got it. All right. Look
6: I'm for be- the blue check mark. I'm yeah, super yeah. fancy like that.
3: <laughs> <laughs> in time for Mother's Day, no stress, no fuss, just pure gift-giving bliss. So, whether you're shopping for your mom, your sister, or any special mom in your life, head over to Macy's.com/giftfinder for the perfect inspiration for Mother's Day. Presented by Twenty One Seeds. So you know, because you have a ton of friends and throw lots of girls' nights, it's important to always have a signature cocktail ready to go.
4: Definitely. And people don't want to spend all their time at the drink bar. They'd rather be doing fun stuff like playing charades. Or having a dance party on the patio.
3: Exactly. That's why 21 Seeds infused tequila is a must have. 21 Seeds is an award winning tequila infused with the juice of real fruit, which means the flavors are built in. So you only need two or three ingredients to make your perfect cocktail.
4: 21 Seeds makes the
3: most delicious and easy margaritas Yes, 21 Seeds is smooth, fresh, and tastes incredible.
4: And it's not overly sweet. It tastes like tequila. Just infused with real juice. Totally. And get this, 21 Seeds is female-founded. Love it. Modern women, baby. Two sisters and one friend. All my friends are like sisters, so I can relate. Listen, if you love tequila like us, add 21
3: Seeds infused
4: tequila to your drink bar at home.
3: Enjoy responsibly 21 Seeds, Diageo, New York, New York. Ross has something for everyone. Plus, each new shopping trip means new finds. If you really love savings, head to Ross today. Believe me, your wallet will thank you. So what are you waiting for? Say yes for less at Ross. You'll know real when you get it. At
4: eBay, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach
3: with eBay authenticity guarantee. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. I can't remember
4: off the top of my head how that one ended, but I hope you enjoyed that interview. (laughs) (laughs) um she's just really great we, she's also, like that like, girl. we should
0: probably we should probably preface and let people know like are you liking the way this sounds <laughs> do you want to email us um no. give us your opinion no that's what? just
2: inviting criticism
4: yeah it's just like well can air. hear it i can hear it right now and i can tell you they're not gonna like this better than our normal sounding it's, it's a
2: little on the soundsy side
0: <laughs> It's a little on the Psalmsy side, but you know what? It is our civil duty as humans to take this responsibly.
2: That's true. The other interesting thing is next week, uh, we won't be in, Easton and I won't be in this building to receive this. So I don't know what's going to happen next time.
4: Um, well, we have a couple of emails for you before we say goodbye. It's currently raining, so it really is a great day of Man. isolation yeah. for me, at least.
2: Alright, this is from Anonymous. My boyfriend and I have been dating long distance for two years. We see each other at least once a month for a couple of days. At the beginning, we would talk on the phone for hours and hours, but as time went down, it seems like we run out of things to talk about. We have started to talk about our future, and I worry sometimes that we may not be compatible for the long haul. For example, my faith is a big part of my life, and he supports that, but we're not really aligned in that area, and I question how kids would be raised, interests, hobbies, etc. I'd also like to date in the same city before an engagement, but I don't know if I am at a place to quit my job and leave my life here. I love him. I care so much about him, but I'm questioning if I can ever get to that place feelings-wise with him, and it breaks my heart. And to add more confusion... I hung out with a guy friend of mine last year and as we were talking, I felt like we had so much in common and he made me laugh so much. I even had a dream about him that night that we were getting married. Is fear of commitment creeping in with my boyfriend or is this my gut telling me he's not the one? We are both 30 years old.
4: Um, I think that this is a gut feeling and an intuition feeling because you're not, if you were, if you're already questioning all these things and you're not even living in the same city, that's not living in the same city. Isn't going to fix the issues that you're having or the things that you're questioning. Um, because I do believe that people can make things work with different interests. Does it make it harder? Sometimes it probably does make it harder because there are big things that you do think about, like how will the kids be raised, you know, all that stuff. But I think if you think moving there is going to fix those problems, then you're going to be disappointed.
0: Yeah. I, I, I'm kind of with Becca on this one in terms of you kind of got to go with your gut, right?
4: I mean, Mark- I just think that <laughs> I think if Mark it's has been like
0: my gauge, my gut gauge for literally the last week. <laughs> like I literally, because I can really swing really drastically on either side, and I've been using Mark as my gauge.
2: She's texted me many times asking whether she should panic or not.
0: Oh, yeah. God. <laughs> but here I am, not panic. No,
2: hey, freezer full of scallops. You're done. You're good.
4: Yeah. What's there to yeah. panic about when you got a freezer full of scallops? <laughs>
2: like,
0: that's exactly what I'm saying.
2: Um, I I do think you got to go with your gut. I do think your gut is telling you something very clearly here. And I think there's a a few too many strikes. Like, I think that the faith issue is overcomable. I think the distance issue is overcomable. I think the feelings fading problem could be overcomable, but all three of them, I think is a three strikes you're out situation. So I think maybe you start to maybe move on from this. I don't know that you jump into this other guy because that's probably not Mm -hmm. the healthiest thing in the world, but you should probably address the issues with your boyfriend and and let him know that you're not feeling it feelings-wise and that when you talk about your future together, it scares you.
0: Yeah. Yeah, Uh, yeah, you're kind of... I like how Mark did the three strikes and you're out thing.
2: I'm a big baseball fan.
0: Well, it's true. It's like one of
4: those things is something you can work through. I agree. But like having three big things like that, that just that's a lot. And, and I think like not saying that it's going to be easy, it's going to be hard regardless, because breakups are hard, but um, like you're long distance. So there's, you know, if there's a time to do it, it's now it's not move there and try and see what happens and then do it because that's just going to make it harder. So I think if you're already having doubts and questioning it, I think you have a conversation with him about it and then figure out what your next step is.
2: This is also from Anonymous. I started dating someone toward the end of January. Let's call him James. This was the first time in my entire life I felt wanted in a relationship. He's 31. I'm 23. He was the perfect gentleman. I could not have been happier. About a month and a half into a relationship, I found out that I had an STD called trichomoniasis. I got this STD. What's that? Well, uh, Easton, why don't you look up trichomoniasis while I'm uh, <laughs> running this down? Oh, he already had that. That's interesting. Already I've, never, That's I've never heard of that. Uh, he, she says, I got this STD for my first and now only one night stand. The one night stand happened about a month before I met James. Being in a new relationship, I knew I had to tell James immediately because, unfortunately, he and I had sex before I knew I had an STD. Oh. Anytime I tried to talk to him about it, he would shut down and stop responding. He would tell me that he wished he could be there for me and that he knows I didn't do it on purpose Within days of letting him know, he slowly but surely stopped talking to me. I reached out a few times, I and clearly he did not want to speak to me, so I let it go. I feel so guilty, and it's eating me up inside knowing that the relationship is now over. It hurts me to know that I could ever put someone that I truly cared about in that position. Should I just let it go and move on? Easton, what is trichomoniasis?
1: Uh, Trichomoniasis, or trick, uh, the symptoms are uh, for both men and women: itching or irritation uh, near the genitals, burning after urination, and uh, discharge from uh, the penis or vagina. Uh, In uh, in women, that can be a clear, white, yellowish, or greenish substance with an unusual fishy smell.
2: I'd also like to add that it's easily treated with a single dose of antibiotics. So this is not like a lifetime curse that he has to deal with. Absolutely not. Yeah, it's not—it's not, it's not a, a lingering thing.
0: Oh, it's like a oh. gonorrhea, chlamydia situation.
2: I don't know about those things, but if he—if he does have it, it's curable. If he doesn't have it, then then great. But either way, he's done with anonymous.
0: Anonymous, okay. I think. So guess, you... Yeah, guess what? what, anonymous, you're done with him.
4: <laughs> <laughs> anonymous, um, I think you—you know—you felt what you felt. You can let go of the guilt you didn't, you didn't do it intentionally or maliciously. I think if anything, it was a lesson learned of moving forward of being safe when you're having one night stands with strangers and not knowing their history. It's kind of a wake up call, I would imagine. It would be for me, I guess Mm -hmm. it would be a major wake up call. But um, it's treatable, you're treated, you're fine. I think, you know, if, if that was a deal breaker for him, then let him move on. And now you can move on and not have to think about it ever again.
0: Yeah. And I also think too, like with STDs, it can really mess with you mentally. Like I remember I've only, I've only had HPV when I, that's the only STD I've had. But when I got it, it was like before anybody knew anything really about it. So I literally thought like my world was ending and it was one of the most traumatic experiences I've ever had. And to be completely honest, and if I didn't have, a, I didn't at the time, but it's like, I had people in my life that were there to kind of like calm me down and talk me down. And it's like, it, you know, it was a mistake and it was something, you know, you can't take these things back, but it doesn't, you shouldn't feel dirty. These things happen and you just have to be, you know, yeah, you're going to be a lot more careful from now on. Um, but I think having a partner that knows you obviously didn't do this intentionally, and I think that your partner's there to make you feel better about everything, not make you feel worse. So, I mean, I don't think that's a good partner that you want for life, anyway. If I'm being honest.
4: Yeah, and I, I also last thing I'll say is that I think moving forward, if you're if before if you start dating someone and it becomes you know, a little more of a serious side. I think you both get tested just to make sure you're upfront and clear with everything before you jump into sleeping with each other just so that this doesn't maybe happen again with someone that you really, really like that you would hate to lose in this situation. So, but I don't think you need to harbor any guilt. I think you need to live your life, be safe, be careful, and you'll find the right guy who is safe and protected with you.
2: It is unfortunate yeah, that STD is something of a scarlet letter. Like there is a, uh, You're somehow tainted or something if you've had one of these things, even if it's as easy easily curable as trick, which we all just learned about. Uh, it's too bad. It shouldn't be. And if that guy really had strong feelings for you, I'm hoping that he would have been able to set that aside and look past it and know you made a mistake because he said he doesn't blame you and know you didn't do it on purpose and things would have continued. But clearly uh, he had a standard you didn't live up to or something, so I think you're better off without him.
0: Totally. And Mark, you're so right. It is. It's like this like scarlet letter. And and I think the thing that makes me sad about that is because so many people like I know people who have had gonorrhea and chlamydia and nobody talks about it because it is like it, it obviously it is. It's, it's scary and it sucks. But it's like I think the more that we're open with each other and transparent about these things, the more at ease we can kind of make each other feel because it is really scary. And like, I will never forget how that made me feel. I think I was 20 or I, th- I was a sophomore in college. was um, does that make me 20? And it was literally such a dark time in my life. And it shouldn't have been like, I should have been, I should have not let it, uh, make me feel the way it did about myself as a person. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So let's be honest. Let's all, you know, do our homework. assist, <laughs> And practice safe sex. Great. That safe, was some good advice, choose.
4: Tanya. Proud of you for that one.
0: If that's what you choose. Yes. But honestly, like right now in this time, I almost feel like FaceTime sex might be the move. <laughs> 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 no Clorox wipes needed.
2: Hey, before we go, let's all give somebody something to binge on Netflix since since everybody's stuck in their homes. One show. Tanya, what would it be?
0: Well, I, I would just like the world to know that He's Just Not That Into You is now available on Netflix, ready for you to stream. So I have now watched that movie three times since it's been up on March 1st. So that is my recommendation for the evening.
2: All right, but also on
0: Hulu, I would like to recommend Hulu. If you have not seen Younger, it's amazing. Start from season one; it's so good.
4: Okay, this this should be the time where Netflix and Friends come together and put Friends back on there. Um, They should also. I've been watching this. I need to actually. I'm going to start to finish it today. But it's called Safe. It has. the guy, Michael C. Hall from Dexter in it. It's really good. Um, and then obviously, if you haven't watched Love is Blind, now is the time. That right. is just some good stuff. And I think they're going to upload the ba- some of the bachelor season somewhere is what they're talking about. So maybe you can catch up on those if you want a good refresher.
0: You know what somebody was telling me though, the other day? What? Somebody was telling me that they're going to start filming another, like a season two of Love is Blind. And I just feel like as though they can't do that because these people were purists. This <laughs> cast was purist. They really were in it for the right reasons, you know? Like they didn't know. Like this show could have just, nobody could have watched it. They didn't know it was going to turn into this. And I feel like if anybody else now goes on, it's just going to be not for love.
2: Mm. Like The mm. Bachelor has run into over the years.
0: Yeah, kind of.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: So let's get some new different dating shows, shall we?
2: Well, my recommendation, and Tanya, you started this and you bailed on it, but Sex Education on Netflix just finished its second season. Or they just dropped their second oh. season a few weeks ago. The first episode is a little raunchy, but I'm telling you, that show has a sweetness to it that is so charming. I love that show. It is really, really great. And I understand that the first episode turned some people off. (laughs) Or on, in my case. (laughs) It's interesting, though, because there was a bunch of nudity in the first episode, and there's virtually no nudity the entire rest of either season, which is interesting that they changed um, gears so dramatically. So if that turned you off, anybody who watched the first episode, give it another shot, because, man, is that a sweet show. I think it's really great.
0: Such as myself. Yeah. I watched the first
1: episode, and I was like, eh.
2: I know you were. I, I I think. I, I mean, you know. I'm not going to
1: beg you to go back to it, but it's a wonderful show. It makes me so happy. Well, I, I mean, I've been watching a lot of Shit's Creek. I've been watching. Uh, I'm...
0: Oh my gosh, that show's so good.
1: It's it's so good. My wife <laughs> finished it a long time ago, and uh, I'm trying to get caught up because there's the new season out. Uh, so I've, I've been watching that, and then this isn't as easy to find, but I've been watching The Flintstones from uh, episode <laughs> oh, one. <laughs> wow. Where do you find that? Uh, I, I got I got places. Okay. I can, if anyone wants to watch The Flintstones, DM me, and we'll work something out. But <laughs> it's really good. Those early seasons are awesome. Fred is just figuring out who he is, and it's before Pebbles comes around. It's a really fun time. Wait, how
0: many seasons of Schitt's Creek are there?
1: There are uh, five, and we're on the sixth one currently. Is that right? That sounds right. I, th- I believe oh so. Oh, my gosh.
0: So, so that's the show that uh, Red Star and I started watching together. That's like our show that we watch. We can only watch it Ooh. together. Oh. And it's so amazing. Like, we both find it so funny, and the episodes are quick, and I'm just so obsessed.
1: Who's your favorite character? Who are you?
0: Well, I don't really think I am any of them. But I love David. David's my favorite.
1: Oh my god, David's David's so good. I am I'm in I'm Alexis. I just got to say that.
0: <laughs> you know what's funny is I think that my boyfriend likes Alexis too. Like he finds her so funny.
1: So funny. Anyway, that's a great show. It's on Netflix and uh new episodes on Pop TV.
0: <laughs> is
1: really that something so
4: like it, is that a show I would like based on my humor?
1: I think so.
0: I think so. Yeah. Okay, okay. And it's actually, like, really cute because it's, like, uh, we we will not watch it unless we're together. Aww. And so he'll, like, text me if we're, like, not together for a night. And he's, like, man, I'm really, really itching for some Shit's Creek. And I'm, like, <laughs> sorry, man. Can't do it tonight.
4: Wow. All right. Well, there's some s- so, some suggestions for you all. We hope that the sound quality on this wasn't just too atrocious and We love you all. Please stay safe. Please stay inside as much as you can. I know that some of you are like, I'm not able to work from home. But if you are able to, please stay at home and be respectful to the situation. Um, We love you all. We're going to try and do as much as we can to be something of like joy during this scary time. So,
0: Yeah, I think we should do extra Facebook Lives
4: if we can.
2: Smart. Good idea.
4: Oh, That's yeah, we can do that and, me. like, add each other in, too. So we can do that yeah. from our own homes.
0: Yeah. Let's just be together as much as we can. Yeah. All Virtually. right, you guys.
4: We'll have a great Monday. And we will see you next week. Or hear, or here you'll hear from us next or sooner. week. sooner. Wait, I miss you guys already. I know. Time of death, 1552.
3: Learn more at betterhelp.com. That's better, H E L P.com. You deserve a moment to yourself every
6: single day. And a delicious bite of a Keebler Sandys can give you that comforting pause. Relax and unwind tonight with the melt-in-your-mouth magic of a Keebler Sandies. This magic is baked into simple shortbread
5: cookies by Ernie and the Keebler Elves. So as another busy work week flies by, make the most of your me moment. Take a pause and enjoy a Keebler
4: Sandies.